Uh, why don't you invite a Pokemon into the bathroom with you? I don't know. Because he might Pikachu. Okay. can tell you what happened. No, actually, that's not true. I can tell you what I did to fix it. Okay. My internet, went, it, my internet it, went weird. It was on my end. It was not on your, your computer. Everything was fine. It was my computer. That that's what weird. it seemed like. Yeah, we tried recording yesterday, and um, it didn't... Oh, don't worry. You know, for, I saved all of the audio from our takes. And so I you didn't. can... No. Well, no, 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 no. You definitely... I'm going to send it to you, and then you can... There's all sorts of delights that you'll discover in there, like oh. unwrapping a package on Christmas morning, <laughs> being like, Matt, Matt, what's going on? <laughs> anyway, anyway, yeah, uh, I had to, I had to restart a thing. No, actually, I had to factory reset my internet router and reset it up, and then everything worked fine. I don't factory know what reset. Oh my yes. god! I know. I don't a mere even... reboot was not sufficient. Sorry. Yeah, that's usually that works. For it was. Me. It was very. It was very serious. Anyway, uh, so I'm sorry. I'm sorry that that we tried to record this yesterday. We had all the time set aside and everything, and then I and then the internet failed. Um, now the, the most obnoxious thing, of course, was then when I went upstairs, everything was fine, and then only downstairs it didn't work, and then it was. Ugh, anyway, it's all fixed. So, That's weird. That's so weird. I'm, uh, <laughs> I don't. Yeah. You sound you sound a little hoarse today. Are you all right? Um, horse. There's a May. horse joke in there. There you May. go. Well, I don't know if today it was just the fact that I that I just slept until like um, twelve thirty. Um, yeah, but I. I uh, cause you know, so it's, I, I haven't been up that long, but, <clears throat> but I am still sick, um, with the COVID. Uh, no. yeah, you, yeah. Cause, cause you didn't know that before. Yes, you did. Um, the, but the listeners don't. And so I'm going to tell them that I, yeah. So I'm I was, th- I was channeling <clears throat> the listeners. <clears throat> Excuse That's me. What I, they see, said I still when they heard that my sound. throat cause I got stuff. I just ate. So I've got, I'm digesting right now. Um, That's so good. it's really, it's, it's not going to be good. There's going to be all kinds of weird sounds. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I have a couple more things to jot down. I, I keep a notebook of these things. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm always, <clears throat> my, my esophagus is always making noises, but it's going to be really bad uh-huh. right now. It's going to be fun. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. yeah. Um, <clears throat> I, I, I do wear briefs. Uh, anyway. Yep. Um, no, I got that right here. So, <laughs> so the, the thing I have to say, um, and I'm incredibly ugly. Oh, but the, the, uh, <laughs> you know, thing, the listeners could know that. Things the listeners don't know. As I do. <laughs> yeah. Things the listeners don't know. Um, but I, I'm, a, I'm officially a breakthrough case of the COVID because I, I have been fully vaccinated since Congratulations. Uh, since March. You've always wanted to be a breakthrough. Yes, that's right. Uh, in a breakthrough and, and a, this in is, anything. Yeah, this is something at least. Yeah, congratulations. It's, fi- it's fi- finally what you've, what you've long wanted. That's right. And um, I can't get these, these settings right here. This is really frustrating me. Okay. Yeah, so I, uh, I don't know, man. And my my wife tested negative. She thought she had a, some very slight symptoms, but I oh don't know. Oh my gosh, hold on a she, second. She's probably going to retest. A, wait, 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 wait. Hold on. That just rolled off your tongue so well. What? My wife. Ye- and well. Y- you said it so smoothly that like I I had to think about it for a second and be like, no, he's not married. Wait a second. I was there. He is married. Well, That's because after it's like a two and a thing. half years, I'm <clears throat> I'm so sick of saying fiance, which is a fiance. terrible word, and this is just much faster to say. So it's not weird to me. It's it, it's it's. I've been waiting for this. I've been I've, I'm like, for God's sake, can I just start saying wife? It's so it's such Soon, a that's, single that's syllable. That's what I do. I just call I just call my wife wife, or sometimes if I'm feeling really short, just whiff. 
Oh. I'll be like, whiff. 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 Make me a sandwich. Or, yeah, well, you can omit any of the letters. You can, you can, so you can say if, or you can say we, <laughs> or why. Would it pronounce, be pronounced why, like five? Anyway. Or just whiff. Yeah. Whiff. Um, <laughs> that's what my dog I'm sorry. Called. We got distracted. It's fine. <clears throat> It's fine. Uh, <clears throat> Sorry, you're, so you're saying your wife has not tested positive. That's right. And I don't know. She she had like a virtual doctor uh, thing uh, meeting, and he said, well, you probably have it, but you it's a false false negative or something, or you're not, you're not um, you know, testing positive yet or something. He said, like, you should get retested. So he told her to isolate for 14 days. It's, it's counterintuitive because... If if you actually know you have it, you have to isolate for a shorter period of time than if you don't know you have it, uh, but you know you're exposed to someone. I think the idea is that you could uh, get it a few day, a couple days later, and then have some or whatever, and then then be contagious. And so it's like if you if you actually have it. Then you count from the onset of symptoms ten days, and then you're no longer contagious, supposedly. Whereas, does, this, does does this mean that you're not actually seeing your wife right now? Is she like in a different part of your house? <clears throat> no, that's ridiculous. And so it's kind of silly that they told her to to isolate for fourteen days from her from the time she talked to the doctor because she's like, well, I'm still going to be exposed to him, you know. But whatever. Yeah. Um, I, I suppose she should start counting from. Uh, tomorrow, meaning Thursday, which is supposed, which is ten days for me. So, supposedly, I shouldn't be contagious anymore. I don't know. Uh, you know, it's just you just you just got to stay away from people for a while if you right. are exposed or think you have it or whatever. But yeah, I had. I mean, I thought it was. Uh, I was surprised that I tested positive at first because I know there are a lot of colds going around now. Something, yes, to do, something to do with the fact that people. Uh, for so long have been wearing masks and so just just human society has like low has has lost some of its natural immunity to to the the regular bugs and and the ones that I heard I heard that something I heard that they're expecting whole variants of flu to die off and go extinct because of really? the fact that that people have been staying so far apart from one another <clears throat> I didn't hear that that's interesting but I don't yeah. know. In any case, like it's a weird time right now to you know, summer is usually not when people get sick from colds and things. Mm-hmm. But um, so I just thought I'm like, well, I'm fully vaccinated, uh, and so it's probably less of a chance that I'm a breakthrough case than it is than I'm. I just have one of these colds going around. So, and it felt it felt just like a cold at first. Like in fact, it felt like a very mild cold. Like I didn't really. I didn't have a fever or anything. I just had like a mm-hmm. headache and fatigue and, and then some congestion later. But uh, then once I tested positive, I was like, what? And uh, and now, but then like after a while, it became clear. It started not feeling like a regular cold just because the <clears throat> fatigue had had gone on for so long. Like, like for like a full week, I was just like... And, you know, usually, when, I don't know, usually when I get a cold, like, I have, like, three days of that. And then there's, like, a point at which, like, I don't know, the, there's, like, a, a break in the in the direction of, I'm like, oh, I feel better today. And then, like, I might still have some congestion and, like, a cough later, but, and I've still got symptoms, but I feel like I can do things. And this was just, like, like, every day I'm like, oh, God, like, I took out the garbage and I'm like, I'm exhausted. And, um... <laughs> So and it's like very gradually, like I've been start feeling a little better, and I feel like mostly fine today. I don't know, um, but I that's yeah. that's good. That's yeah. good. But the and then the other thing is that I lost my sense of smell completely, uh, which Uh-oh. when I when I have a a cold, I usually get like a diminished sense of smell. Like even even if my nose isn't stuffy, I'll feel you know it'll be like harder to smell things or taste them or whatever. So at first I thought it was that was normal too because it was gradual over a couple of days. But then by Saturday I had I was like, I, when I tested positive, then I was like I had to think about it and be like, because it still didn't feel that weird. I had to think about it and be like, I really don't think I have any sense of smell, and uh, uh, that that's been one of the most interesting parts of this whole thing. Because I and I still don't have it back. Um, 
but uh, <clears throat> it's you know, I I know that like like smell and and taste kind of um, are are blurred together, and people I think maybe some people don't yes. realize that. Um, yes, I I I once had this. Um, I I once saw this kind of like seminar thing with about about smell. Uh, it, it was like a talk, and there was uh, the two panelists were somebody who um, uh, is like a designer of cologne or perfume or something. And the other guy was like this neuroscientist who like studies all this stuff. And he did this, like he had us do like this experiment thing where he, he put jelly beans in front of us with different colors, different flavors. And he said, okay, put the jelly bean in your mouth, but plug your nose with your fingers and chew it for a while. And when you did that, all the jelly beans tasted the same. They just tasted like generically sweet. sweet. Yeah, uh, and then he's like, "Okay, now let go of your nostrils and keep your mouth closed and exhale through your nose, and then the flavor would come in. It's like, oh, strawberry, orange, grape. So it's like that's what it's like. It's like I can taste like, oh, this is salty, this is sweet, this is bitter, this is sour. Um, but I'm like, but I don't know what flavor it is. Like I can't tell the flavor, mm. and uh, and it's." <laughs> It's it's interesting because it's not as um like I'm simultaneously realizing how much I I use my sense of smell in daily life and also how uh-huh. much I and also how much I don't. Because right. like obviously when I'm eating, but like a lot of the most of the time, like I forget that I can't smell anything. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, oh I didn't smell that. But sometimes you just don't smell things, so it feels normal you're just like Mm. like, but you but you should have smelled that because you farted pretty badly matt and then it's like oh oh yeah i didn't smell that fart but like you have to think about it like you have to think about the fact that it's weird because it's not like (laughs) it's not like you're walking around like oh god i can't see anything it's you're not walking around all day going oh my god i can't smell anything like you don't even notice it you kind of Mm. um most of the time i think you're not smelling things that much in life um but then when i'm eating that's the weird thing uh, and it's, it's interesting because it's also a good and bad thing for me because I'm such a picky eater and I don't like things. Mm-hmm. So now I'm like, uh, yeah, I don't care that I'm eating this because I don't, um, uh, cause, cause, cause I don't care cause I can't taste it anyway. And so I'll eat these. Do you think this means <laughs> that when you go back, when your when your smell returns, presuming it ever does, do you think you'll go back to, uh, gorging myself things- on donuts? Well, yeah. Will you, will you either go back and be like, "Man, this celery is really sweet," or will you be like, uh, "I will never eat. I will only eat donuts again." <laughs> yeah. No, I think it'll be the latter, which is why I'm like, maybe, maybe it's good for me personally to not have a sense of smell because I'll probably end up eating healthier. Because on the one hand, the things I used to not like the taste of, I won't mind now, and on the other hand. The things that I did enjoy eating that were terrible for me, I'm like, well, what's the point in eating it? I can't taste it anyway. So like, I've been right. eating less like, like, like terrible things because that tastes good. Because I'm like, yeah, I can't taste fish. it. I think I, yeah, exactly. So, <clears throat> so I don't know. I mean, uh, it's it that it's been interesting the whole the whole smell I just, thing. I you were just talking about te- uh, sense of taste and smell, and I saw a YouTube video recently from Steve Mold who is talking about, the video is about what do protons taste like? And which is a, which is a, which is such a weird question. Yeah. Um, but it, it, the answer is they taste sour. Oh, okay. Because that is what the definition of sour, it means. Like you're, when you taste something tastes sour, you're tasting something that is acidic. Okay. And that acid is represented by like free flowing hydrogen atoms like protons just lying like lying around in your food and oh i and see and that and so it's like so you there's those that your t- your sour taste buds are literally just letting in high like they have, there's a certain receptor on them that lets in these hydrogen atoms these are these these positively charged hydrogen atoms and then you think oh that's sour and sim- and there's a similar um, so, so and sour a similar, patch kids like, sh- sour patch kids should be called uh, proton atomic patch warheads kids. or, oh, or oh. <laughs> atomic warheads um, hydrogen the, patch kids uh, the but he he had a he had a follow up video too about the other senses of of taste 
and how each of them are related to some specific, you know, physical phenomenon on, of the substance. You know, things like when you taste bitter, you're tasting uh, a food which, 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 kills pe- which kills living things, <laughs> like you're tasting a poison. Yeah. And, and the, when you have bitter foods, it, 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 your stomach reacts in this very specific way. And like, here, so how come the mo- some of the most healthy things like taste bitter, like, like, like certain greens and like asparagus and stuff, uh, it tastes bitter. It's good yes. for you. It doesn't make any yes. sense. It's the it's backwards. Who designed this system? Who designed these this these tongues? Um, <laughs> I, that's what that's what she said. I needed to look at the blueprints for these tongue tongue devices. Um, listen, anyway, I, it's a great yeah. video. I'll, we'll put a link to it in the show notes. It's wonderful. It's a couple <clears> of videos, and it's not long. And I learned I learned so much things that are sort of obvious when, you, but I've never seen it sort of presented in that way. And I, as a result, I really learned a lot of things. So it was good. That does sound like fun. The, yeah, the talk I, I saw was interesting, but there's no way to put it in the show notes because I don't even have any memory of who this was or anything. Um, but, I mean, did it even really exist? Maybe it's a fabricated memory. No, not at all. And this guy was... Well, Maybe it's a mind. collective hallucination at this point. I mean, it's been so long. Yeah, probably. That's kind of how many of my memories feel nowadays. Uh, yeah. Listen, true. I didn't even say the... The song at the beginning yet. I, we've just been oh, talking we about that. my COVID. Let's do that. Sorry. Um, yeah, what you heard at the beginning uh, was the group Sensible Fun, uh, and and it was from the album Let's Get Responsible. Uh, but it was their chart-topping single. We gon' party till the break of nine thirty, ten o'clock at the latest. It's gonna take us at least thirty-five minutes to get home, and Ben really needs to be in bed by bed by eleven on Saturdays. Otherwise, it's difficult for him to readjust his sleep schedule before the work week. Oh heavens, no! Not for me. I don't drink. Um, and it's very catchy. I like it. It was, uh, it, was it was it was a it was all over the radio in two thousand eleven. You know. I have a sensible joke. <clears throat> oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, Are you going to tell make, it? Uh, yes. Puns make me feel numb, but math puns make me feel number. Ah, that's 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 clever. Um, no, is num is number a word? Now I'm just I just realized this. This is just hit me. Can you say you can't? You you have to say more numb. Or is it is really a word to say I feel number than you feel because I've had mm-hmm. more Novocaine injected in my face or something? That's um, right. But then it would be spelled the same way as number, and yeah, I never thought about that. Um, yeah, sorry. And it sounds That's like you can't answer my, it. So I I don't know. I just I just I'm not a, I'm not a dictionary. Go look it up. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know everything else. I mean, you seem to know everything else. Or at least you know, you t- you've said before that you know one one fact about everything enough to That's like, true. you know, uh, make for good party conversation. So you, you know That's one, right. you must know one word in the dictionary. That's I do. I am I do. assuming you know one, one definition. Uh, hey, do you know that <clears throat> icy is the easiest word to spell? Why? What do you mean it's the easiest word to spell? Yeah, looking at it, I see why. Oh, oh, I see. You know what? When you first said icy, I thought of the 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 Seven Eleven beverage. No the slushies. Yeah. Or the... No. <clears throat> I, see I see why. I see why. Wow, see why. you just you must know a lot of terrible jokes. It's not, I, seems I, like. I mean, I mean, like really. Par- this par- is, partially, it's my dad cred, and this partially coming, it's because I have a son who loves bad jokes. Yeah, but this is this is coming from someone who like is intolerant of puns. I mean, you you uh, you've said you're I, like, oh. I I I think puns are okay. I just think that there's like a limit. There's yeah, a limit. And and it turns out that like for example, my wife's threshold is much lower. <laughs> she loves the puns. She loves the pun. <clears throat> I'm sorry, we interrupted uh, several times. It's fine. Uh, you interrupted maybe we should, with maybe self-incriminating. We turn, maybe we should. <laughs> uh, <laughs> maybe we should turn to the Mad Hat. <laughs> we should. Uh, we should turn to the Mad Hat. Um, it's about that time we've exhausted our our uh, friendly banter. <laughs> we, we, we've, we've exhausted our 
our um, pr- our pre Mad Hat drawing entertainment factor. Uh, uh, it's like the free space in podcast bingo. That's what we just exhausted. Okay. Um, oh God. Maybe uh, we should, I don't know how how that uh, weird block of programming at like from like two a.m. to three a.m. on the local access channel that they let run for some reason, and these people you don't know show up and they start. And there's a camera, and there's some kind of backdrop, and there's some kind of unrecognizable shape in the backdrop, and then they people come out in funky costumes, like there's some kind of inside joke you don't know. Yep. There's a there's a new public access channel in town. It's called the internet. <laughs> <clears throat> and, <laughs> uh, said 1998. Anyway, um, this uh, we, 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 after, before we draw for the Mad Hat. Um, I have to tell you that this podcast was brought to you by Nature. Whoa, 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 whoa. What? You don't have to tell them. We want to tell them. Well, I want to tell them so badly that it feels like a need is what I'm saying. Oh, you know, it's okay. I, I just I have to tell. Listen, I just okay. I can't. I have to. You have to let me tell you this. You know. Okay, got it. All right, uh, so, uh, boy, go. Just, I, mean, I, I, don't I, want, I I'm dying. I I'm dying to tell you all that. This podcast was brought to you by Nature Fresh. More and more, Americans are thinking about what they're putting in their bodies and looking for better and better ways to eat fresh and organic, uh, to eat fresh and eat organic. From subscribing to meal delivery services and purchasing their produce from local free-range farms to home gardening and even raising their own poultry and livestock. But running a backyard farm can be stressful and time-consuming in our already hectic day-to-day lives, and many find themselves wishing there was a simple way to maintain a natural diet in the modern world. Introducing Nature Fresh Werewolf Serum. Nature Fresh Werewolf Serum takes the guesswork out of getting delicious, hearty, 100% natural ingredients delivered right to your doorstep. Our patented formula is 10 years in the making and guaranteed to provide same-day delivery of fully prepared meals made with only the freshest ingredients. When you hold one of our Elixir Ready Vials up above your head and marvel at its contents in the glare of your lantern, a mysterious, audibly bubbling green luminescence silhouetted against a windowed foil of black sky cracked by forks of lightning, you'll clearly see the care with which each test tube was crafted. Then, as you tilt your head back and press the vial upside down against your lips, you'll notice yourself grimacing from the serum's intense bitterness and the momentary burning sensation in your throat before throwing your arm dramatically downward and listening to the glass vial shatter against the cobblestone of your neoclassical castle as you slowly wipe your mouth with the back of your trembling wrist. Don't worry, these sensations are totally normal and only serve to remind you of the terrifying potency of our beautiful creation. And Nature Fresh Werewolf Serum works fast. While you may experience an initial bout of momentary confusion during which you're likely to surmise you did something incorrectly and question whether the concoction is going to have any effect at all, this experience should subside after no more than the equivalent of two dramatic actor's beats, at which time your eyes will suddenly widen as you double over in pain. While the transformation process is excruciating, Nature Fresh is proud to announce that our average time to metamorphosis completion is 28 seconds. That's 7 seconds shorter than the leading brand of werewolf serum. After just a few ghastly moments during which strained, tearing flesh gives way to the cracking sounds of hideous skeletal alterations as gnarled digits contort and elongate into hulking, knuckled daggers, rapidly sharpened teeth sprout harrowingly to accommodate the sickening protrusion of a monstrous, inhuman snout flanked by two upward-stretching spires once recognizable as human ears, and a sickeningly curving spine extends upward, its crest-like erection tattering your garments to unveil a towering, gargoyled mutation— seven feet in stature and matted with a beast's fur, truly the visible embodiment of mindless savagery, as your raw-throated screams of agony morph into a prolonged, ghoulish howl, you'll be on your way to leaping violently through the closed window of your castle tower before landing impressively upright onto the soil below and vanishing into the tree line in a quasi-quadrupedal, grotesquely humanoid gallop. Our ultra-fresh meal plan comprises dozens of delicious recipes, including... The old lighthouse keeper, an unsuspecting traveler, the fisherman who, upon hearing a mysterious rustling in the bushes, stopped tying his boat to the dock in order to lift up his lantern and ask, Who's there? The Kensingtons, the coachman escorting Lady Winchester through the woods who stopped to repair a damaged carriage wheel, Lady Winchester, 
Lady Winchester's horses, and much, much more. So what are you waiting for? Come see why millions of Americans choose Nature Fresh Werewolf Serum as their go-to brand for blood-curdling transfiguration into a murderous anthropomorphic hound beast from hell. Nature Fresh, the unnatural choice for natural living. Nature Fresh is not responsible for any circumstances involving our customers muttering, Oh God, it's happening again. No, no, not now. Please, not now. While a young maiden asks with concern, Papa, what's the matter? You look unwell. Have you taken ill? Eustace, come quickly. I fear something is frightfully wrong with Papa. Prompting you to plead, Oh, my beautiful Esmeralda, I love you so very much. Please, you must stay away from me. I must go now, my shining star, and you must not follow me into the woods, for men will hunt me there. Oh, Esmeralda, there is so much I wish to tell you, but now there is no time. Goodbye, my beloved daughter, my starlight. Before disappearing into the woods, until one stormy night, when you, now permanently a werewolf, encounter your daughter one last time and begin lunging hungrily at her, when her trembling voice gives you pause as she pleads, Papa, it's you, isn't it? I just know it's you. Papa, it's me, Esmeralda. It's your daughter. Oh, my sweet Papa. Pa, what's happened to you? At which time you slowly approach her and gently brush her hair back with your massive paw, just in time to recoil from the arrow striking you in your side before suddenly finding yourself entangled in a large net of rope and dragged away by an angry crowd of torch-wielding villagers as your onlooking daughter pleads helplessly for you not to be harmed, her rain-soaked nightgown clinging bitterly to her as she drops to her knees and weeps softly beneath the thundering darkness above. Um, I mean, I, I, you, you, don't you have chickens now? I do. Yeah, so I don't know, this might be... I don't know. Does this sound interesting to you? I, 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 yeah. I mean, I, I have always wanted to kind of like work on my physique, and this seems like a good way to do it. I'm kind of tired of being kind of an old yeah. fat guy. <clears throat> I heard. I hear they have. Uh, they have another um, uh, product that helps uh, reduce the the time it takes to clean your kitchen called uh, Doctor Jekyll, Mister Clean. Mm, um, yeah, <clears throat> it's like a performance performance enhancing uh, thing or something. Huh. I don't know. But uh, this is the one they sent me to read today. I don't, you know, must yeah, be yeah, yeah. new well, thing. I, I really appreciate their support. I'll, I'll, I'll take a look at it maybe after this, uh, after this uh, podcast. Oops, I dropped, I dropped one out of the hat. Oh uh, no! But I'm not gonna, you know. Hey, I'm, I'm gonna keep shuffling. It's that time again. That time when we draw out of the mat hat. If you would like to submit your ideas to the mat hat, you can go to www.mattheatters.com. Add your suggestion. We'll add it to the hat. We promise. We draw Probably. out of the mat hat because we're drawn into the mat hat. <sighs> it's true. It's true. Okay, now. The topic for today is things Matt Handley has learned about hair. Um, <laughs> I love this. I love this show so much. I just want to let you know how much I love this show. Yeah, you're you and like four other people. Um, it's great. Um, uh, no, th- th- so this this is for our listeners who don't, for, who don't remember or didn't hear that episode. Uh, Matt has. We already had a discussion about. It. He has very long hair. Um, I do. It's yeah. how long is it now? Do you have you measured it? Uh, I mean, it's I don't know. Like, so the problem is he it's looks all like relative. Uh-huh. The pro- it's all relative. So, like, I'm a very big person. You know, I'm six foot five, two hundred and eighty pounds, and so my uh, uh, if my hair was a foot long. Are you trying to suggest it wouldn't that, even that, be? Are you trying to suggest that because of your height, you look like you have a short haircut right now? Well, <laughs> I'm just saying that, like, if my hair was a foot long, it wouldn't even get to my chin. Yeah, the but top of my it's head. not a and foot so, long. It's like three feet long. That well, <laughs> so so it, it's 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 so it's it's almost made it to the nipples. Okay, which I believe is the which right is, way to measure. Which is for you that ve- I mean very long because that's right. Yeah, so my so the background you very here is low, my, you have very low nipples. Uh, <laughs> Your it breasts, happens when you your, get older. Your breast, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> You're sagging. Um, uh, when when I w- I've ne- so the longest hair I've ever had in my entire life, except for this current haircut, or lack of thereof, is when I was in Asia when I was in college, and I had hair that was pretty long. It like went down over my ears. Yeah. But the rest of my life, every other moment, it has been short. In fact. Um, I came back from Asia. My parents picked me up at the airport. They remarked about my long hair. I was like, yeah. And then I went to college, and I came back for spring break after that, two months later. And I had not gotten a haircut. And my father said on the way home, we'd better get you a haircut before your mom sees you. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, all right. And then we went to a random haircut place on the on Interstate 90 that I'd never been to before. And they gave me the worst haircut I've ever had. And Ooh. I came back. 
And my mother said, what happened to your hair? We have to fix that right now. And then we went, got it cut again. And then it was the shortest it had ever been. The irony, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> anyway, so, uh, but anyway, three, three years ago, two years ago, I, st- I decided to let my hair grow. It must be three years ago. To let my hair grow out. And, yeah. uh, and not cut it, really. And it has gotten quite long. And yeah. it has been, um, which has been, has been very interesting because I've learned a lot of things about hair that I did not know. Because yeah. being a, uh, you know, a college student, I didn't really take care of my hair. And when you, when you have short hair, a lot of things in your life, you, you, you go about without even recognizing or knowing that you, that, that like there's this whole other world out there of long haired people and the things they have to do to their hair that I didn't even know about. <laughs> things you have to do that I didn't even know about. So, and, and, and I mean, I think the deeper realization here is like a lot of things I used to associate it with being a woman are actually simply related to having long hair. So are these things that you, you, you really have to do or are they just because, you know, things to, to make sure your hair looks good or something? Yeah, sort of. There's like, there is a line at which it is, it is functional. Yeah. Like and there's a line above that that is like it looks good, right? And and but but beneath the functional line, your life becomes really hard. <laughs> like for example, if you're trying to do if you're trying to work on something that is below you, like you're working on a workbench or something and you're looking behind you and your hair is long, it will get into your eyes and you won't be able to see what you're doing. Yeah. Cuz it'll get in the way all the time. So you have to put your hair back. Right. And there are multiple mechanisms and ways to do that. Yeah. There are clips there are rubber bands. There are scrunchies. Yeah, but there for are, men, there are limited. Uh, there are solutions. there are more limited options. No ribbons. Ribbons are not allowed. Yeah, uh, clips are but okay. Even, even scrunchies are a little. But scrunchies even, are probably, even clips. I mean, you can't really. You, you have to just. So I I just wanted to interject real quickly to say that I at one point did have pretty long hair. The longest hair I ever had was in college and I, I, I cut it before I might, maybe I needed to cut it for a roll or something, but I, I, I cut it before it got long enough for me to be able to put in a ponytail, but it was long. Uh, you know, it was like down in my chin or something in the, yes. or, or some, I don't even remember, uh, even in the front, but it was like not quite long. Enough. So it was frustrating because I was like, I have to put my hair back without doing, you know, scrunchies or clips or something that, that you know, with butterflies on them that, that women and girls do. Right, right. So I'm like, but I, I can't put it, I can't just tie it back. So what? So I just started wearing bandanas and, like, hats and things right. to, like, because that's, you know, so I, I remember that's another, that. That's another approach. Yeah, hats. Uh, the, the My favorite, though, is they don't call them, they call them hair things. People with long hair, hair they call them hair things. They're just hair things. Oh, do you have a hair thing? And no, like, oh, yeah. I, my wife says that too. She's like, where's my hair thing? You know? Right. And, it's, <laughs> <laughs> and yet everyone and it, knows what they're talking about. Exactly. Like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know those yeah, things. Yeah, <laughs> have you seen it? Uh, I, I thought anyway, I saw it. Yeah. So, so, at some, so at one point I learned how to put my hair into a ponytail myself. You know, put it, put it into my hair. And, and the easiest ponytail to do is the one that's right at the nape of your neck, like right at the low part of your head. The lowest part, and yeah. that is the most. That is the most formal and nicest looking ponytail. Right. And then, and I all, but then I noticed that like that the higher the ponytail gets, the more ditzy you look. <laughs> yeah. Like the more you look like you're ready to have a good time. Maybe it's because I was blonde once or something. But when I, the higher I put the ponytail the more it feels more effeminate, less manly. But the, at the beginning, you have to put it high, right? Because it's the only way to, to even get it to happen, like when it's too short. Yeah, I, I think when it was first Because the hair in the front doesn't reach. Yeah, uh, I, I, I think I just like dealt with it and like pushed it behind the ears. I don't think I ever did ponytails until it was long enough to put it right. into a ponytail. So anyway, so I put it low. and then But anyway, and, and, and so I think that's kind of funny. And... And I've I've told this insight to to women, and they they sort of believe me and sort of don't at the same time. They're sort of like, oh yeah, and they're like, no, well, that's not necessarily true. Um, there are still many more options of of hair, though, that I've discovered. Where you like pull it halfway through the the, the hair thing, and then it, you get like a bun, and then you can get the man bun. The man is, bun. You know, I was waiting for the man cool. bun to come up. I was going to bring it up. Uh, no, I don't think the man bun is cool. Um, it, uh, it, 
it's okay. No, no, it's not. I mean, I know now, you know, it's cool. It's cool in quotes now, but I, I think it's, I'm like, what? Why? I, I don't like you don't it. I think it looks good. I, I think it looks I, terrible. And, and there's all this other <clears throat> things. Like I, you know, besides ponytails, like some days you're just like, well, I want to keep my hair just as it is. And then you wake up and you look in the mirror and it's just like, it's like partially plastered on your face and it's like all screwed up. And when you like, you, you want to brush it off your shoulder because it's tickling you. And then you like get your, then your hair, hand gets stuck in it and like you, you, it becomes this tangled mess and you can't quite get your hand well, out. Well, yeah, the tangling like, is, is, a, is, and then you got you, you to gotta brush it, right? I mean, you gotta, and so then I, so right. So then I learned to brush my hair on a regular basis. And it, this whole, it, this whole thing was like, all of these things, I just assumed this was like girl stuff that you learn when you're, you know, when you gain a vagina. Right. Like I just thought it was stuff that you like that, you know, whenever that is at some point in the womb, uh, yeah. some, 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 uh, you know, uh, mythical beast shows up and says, here you are. Let me tell you about hair and how it works. But none of this is true. No. This is all false. In reality. Yeah. Much of it is they just learn practical. It. Yeah. As they go from friends, from, from family, all this sort of stuff. Now, what about, so that's, that's okay. Tying it back and then managing it in terms of brushing it, keeping it from getting tangled. But what about the, what about products? Like, oh uh, yeah. Oh yeah. 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 So you got so you to wash it. You, you, need, you need, you need more shampoo. I know that from, from personal experience. You have to wash it. You have to, I have to condition my hair because I have very dry white dude hair and um, and so I have to add oil back into it after I wash it out. And then I, and then I usually have to put in some kind of like dry conditioner, some kind of like hairspray in as well. Oh my God. It doesn't, isn't there to what hold is, it fixed, I still but don't it's there know. to just to kind of make I, it still, less tangly. I'm still one of the people that just shampoos my hair and that's all I do no matter what. And then, and then I get things like dandruff, but that's, that's not right. <laughs> so, but what, I don't, I still, I'm, I'm one of these people that still doesn't even really know what conditioner does or what dry conditioner versus, you know, the, it adds, I mean, it adds oil to your hair. And why do you need to do that? Why because do you need, what, otherwise what? your hair becomes staticky. And uh, it just becomes this like ball of fuzz over your head. Like you look at my hair right now, you can see this little halo around me of fuzz. Yeah, that's because I have not conditioned it today. Right. But when you okay. do that, it stays mostly. It stay. It does that much less. Right. And, and then what, the the dry conditioner. What is the difference? What does that do? Like well, after you take the shower. So so after you take the shower, it's it, it if you do all of that and then your hair is still fuzzy, you can put oh. this in your hair and it will like make it less fuzzy. Ah, and there's I a lot see. of reason, ways ways to make it less fuzzy. Uh, you know, my wife, she has something that makes her hair fix in place so it never moves. But I don't need to do that because my hair is is well is is generally is well behaved and does not need restraint. <clears throat> yeah, y- your wife has curlier hair, doesn't she? Like naturally yes. or yeah. Yes. She has intensely uh, curly hair. Right. My hair my hair is very straight and um like yeah. you uh, and anyway, and so the, the, so it's sort of like, anyway, so, so it takes a bunch of time. Like that's yeah. the thing that I didn't, I didn't really appreciate before. And then you got to dry it. That's the other thing. But if you blow I don't, dry. So I let mine, I let mine just dry naturally. Okay. Well, cause if you, cause then if you blow dry it, it it's even, uh, no, if you don't, wait, if you don't blow dry it, then, then you got problems. Or if you do, no, if you blow dry, that's, see, I don't even know about hair. No, if you, if you blow dry it, it's faster, but then it's more likely to get all like frizzy, frizzy. and stuff. Yeah. Yes, that's right. <clears throat> so, so it is a, so, so I, I used to like wake up and I would take my hand and I would like move it across my head for a, a second or two. And then my hair would be exactly the way I wanted it. <laughs> and that is not true at all now. Now I wake up and it takes me 15 minutes at minimum to get my hair exactly the way I want it to. And that is, uh, that is, and that is a minimum. Like most see, of the time it's like half an hour. My, but my I take hair, a shower and do all this. Sort of stuff, it's like, ugh. My hair is worse when it's short because when it's short, I have, what are those? I don't know, the colics or something. I don't even know Cow, what those. Cowlicks. Cowlicks? Cowlicks, Cowlicks. yeah. Cowlicks. <laughs> really? I, C-O-W-L-I-C-K. It, I don't know what those, what the, the act, the, like the real term for that is. If there's like a medical term for it or what. It's called a cowlick. A cowlick. Um, yes. Because it looks like I mean, a cow has licked your hair. But I, I don't know why. Uh, yeah, okay. But there's got to be a better name for it. But I guess that's what everyone calls it. So I got two of those. The place where the, the hair at the, at the top 
sort of backish part of your head where where the hair seems to like kind of grow from and start to swirl out from. Mm. And uh, I've got two of those. So anytime I get a short uh, double hair- cowlick. So every time I get a short haircut, the space in between those it just like th- I've always got hair sticking up back there. Um, right. And then just the shorter my hair is, my hair is very thick and and straight. And so like um, if it's short, the longer it is, the better gravity kind of weighs it down and keeps it looking right. like like hair that's draping over someone's head because it's when it's really short it just it looks like a spiky like, like yeah. a helmet it looks like i'm wearing a bicycle helmet on my head <laughs> made of hair but it's not it's not curly so it's not like it's not like an right. afro kind of thing it's just right, right. it's so thick and straight it's that it's just, just like boo. right and i'm like ah so i so the other so the other thing that i do the other thing that i didn't recognize realize is like uh which is again super obvious but just shows how you know myopic i was or whatever but uh, hair is like a form of self-expression. Like you wake up and some days you're like, I'd like my hair to look like this. And it's hard to explain why. It's 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 like you wake up one day and you're just like, I want to just try this, right? And, yeah. and so you spend all this time like trying to make it look that way. And when your hair is short, that never occurs to you. You wake up Myopic, and your, your hair is like... nearsighted. Myopic, adjective, <laughs> nearsighted. Lacking imagination, foresight, <laughs> or intellectual insight. Example, the, the government still has a myopic attitude to public spending. Definitions from Oxford languages. I'm sorry, can you begin that paragraph over again? <clears throat> uh, I have no I idea what you're saying. I was saying that hair is, a, hair, is a, hair is a form of self-expression. Yes. So, you, so you, like, you wake up one day and you're like, I'd like my hair to look this way. And yeah. there is no, I, it's hard to explain why. Like, you're not like you wake up and you're like, I, you know, I just, some days I wake up and I'm like, oh, my hair is bothering me and I want to change it. And it's very unclear as to why that is. Yeah. And, and so That's then why I'm like, they have oh. The, well, and then also there's, there's certain days, like I, I sleep and then some days, like I just kind of wet my hair a little bit and it's like, oh, it looks fine. And then other days it's just, uh, I have to I like soak my head and then there's still little hair sticking up I'm like why why is it different today that's why they have the term bad hair day so um yeah but yeah yeah so I I so uh, that is not how I used to live I used to like wake up and my hair was always the same and it was always identical and it was always very similar and now it's like there's all these choices I can make I can try uh, this way, I can try that way, I can do various kinds of things. My wife and my daughters have put my hair in braids before, which is super fun. They'll probably not to walk around in outside, but it's uh, but that's very convenient. Uh, I don't know because I think people would make fun of me. Probably, actually, that's Fuck in reality. Them. In reality, no one would make fun of me because I'm six five and two hundred eighty pounds. <clears throat> right. And so I would just I would like I did <laughs> I often forget that I'm enormous and what that effect has on other people. Um, yeah. One of them is I don't generally get teased. Well, but they also you know people people also will just talk about you behind your back once you grow up. If when you're a kid, they make fun of you to your face, and then and then later they 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 still judge you or something. But they that's true. You know, so that's true. So don't anyway, worry. There's so plenty. There, there's also many hair care products that are off limits for for guys. We talked about those. Like some clips are not okay. Scrunchies are probably not okay. Um, hair bands. This it depends on the hair band, but most of them probably not. Uh, hmm. Rambo like bandanas. Soup always okay. <laughs> right. Right. Always okay. Uh, but then you're expected to smoke weed. Uh, you probably with, nowadays with, with and everyone wear, wear a who, jean jacket with no sleeves. With them, yes. <laughs> okay, yeah, and, uh, um, uh, and, and bell bottoms and the tie dye t shirt underneath. Uh, that's right. Yeah. My also one time I have had my hair straightened, which my hair is already pretty straight, but when it gets straightened, it becomes like a surfer dude from California, mm. like totally man, like righteous. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and. And, uh, which, which is also, which is super fun. Anyway, it is a, it is, it is a whole world of things I did not even know existed. I'd, I'd heard about them, but I just thought they were like girl problems, but I did not realize that they are just problems with people with, with long hair. Right. But, but they are still girl problems because our society 
uh, I mean, nowadays things have changed. Um, right. And there are short, quite short haircuts for women that are still like, you know, like nobody bats an eye kind of thing. But right. generally women are the ones <clears throat> expected to have longer hair. Uh, yes. Especially, at least on average, than, than men. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, yeah, I think that, I think that there is this, uh, I think this is due to like, um, uh, like selection pressure. I think men tend on average to prefer women with longer hair. And so there is a selection pressure to conform to that. Right. And that's part of, yeah, that's part of the, the expectation. It's not as, 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 um, like, I guess strict of an expectation like this is it's not like some sort yeah. of Victorian society where like how could right. you go outside in public right. with that without not, your hair in curls like yeah it's not like that head. but but there are still yes social pressures or or whatever um yeah in one form or another yeah anyway it's been fun and the other thing which I think has generally been fun is uh when I go out and I find myself in social situations which has not been the true recently but especially right. um uh you know especially before covid people would people would comment about my hair and they would say nice things they'd be like oh your hair looks really nice today and they never said that when my hair was short yeah um because short uh, because hair I all looks just, the same for men right whatever, i was just yeah. a, i was just generic you know generic dude hair and now i have like but now there's like something some kind of personality and they say nice things and that's fun that's a fun way to have a conversation about that and then you know, people give me tips. People are like, "Oh, you should try this. You should try this. It's fun." I, I, so anyway, I, I, I've learned a lot about mayonnaise. Hair. Really, mayonnaise. That's what the the Koreans or the I don't remember who somebody really? somebody does mayonnaise. I don't. Somebody told me this, and I was like, "What?" And I don't even remember what. I think it was for dandruff, actually. So the the there's uh, some somewhere in the east, some country does. Puts, puts I mean that would work in their products. Like that would, in in the same products. way that, like you know, covering your head in glue, that would also work for dandruff. <clears throat> I use Vaseline. Uh, <laughs> that's our sponsor. I always wonder why your hair has that kind of kind of sheen to it. That's just because I don't bathe. Um, <clears throat> oh, that's right. Well, so the, this is uh, this has been very informative um, for me as well. Uh, uh, oh, we didn't even get to the uh, you know uh, drain clogging with hair uh, problem that that longer hair makes even more difficult. But that's that's fine. I think we've covered. We gotta you know this is getting. We, we gotta stop. We have to stop. We gotta stop. Let's stop. I, I yeah, mean, do you I, have I any like more I've to shared. say? Yeah, I don't. I feel like I've shared everything you need to know. But if you have any questions uh, about your hair, about my hair, or even Matt's hair, feel free to send me a note at our website. M-A-T-T-H-A-T-T-E-R-S dot com. Because Matt is now more of an expert on hair than anybody else on the planet. Uh, yeah. so he No, so no, no, no. I'm not claiming that. I'm just claiming that I will give you advice. Matt will mansplain. Ladies. That's right. Uh, send us an email <laughs> so that Matt can mansplain to you uh, everything you, you need to know, know about hair. Did you know that? Do you know that your hair can get split at the end? And they call it <laughs> split ends. <laughs> Um, yes. So, uh, so, or send us an email, uh, with, you know, send us hate mail uh, if you'd like. We also didn't talk about the difference between uh, different different races hair, because that's also something I learned about hair, but we we can say that for another time. Oh, well, I... That's a whole, that's a whole other topic. That's, yeah, we'll have to have a special emergency... Episode so, about afros. <laughs> I don't think maybe 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 it's not our place to talk about you know. Well, maybe, other, no 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 no. no we should have a special guest. We should anyway. Yeah. Yes. Um, so uh, join us next time when hopefully I will be completely COVID free, uh, so that you don't have to wear your face masks while listening to the episode. Uh, yeah, oh Matt, I forgot to mention you probably should scooch back. A little bit. Oh yeah, I, th- I think okay. oh, yeah, I think okay. six inches sure. is a little too close. Okay. Um, uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, have a good week, couple weeks, everybody. Uh, we yep. will uh, feel free you. to send any well wishes uh, to Matt at uh, our website, matthatters.com. M a t t h e t t e r s. 
You've just destroyed my self-esteem preemptively because no one will send anything and then I'll feel really bad about myself. Anyway, uh, <laughs> yep. uh, we will leave you today uh, with the group Unintended Innuendo. This is from the album Let's Do the Nasty. And the song is called Girl, I'm Gonna Need Your Help Cleaning This Elephant Cage.